Welcome back to Iowa Confession Podcast. I'm Maddie, host and creator of this podcast, and on today's episode, I had the pleasure to speak with fashion model Naomi Galloway-Smith. We talked about making it into the industry today, diversity in fashion, and the importance of collaborating with other creatives. Hi everyone, welcome to I Work in Fashion Podcast, the show helping you find your place in the fashion industry. So today I'm glad to be speaking to model Naomi Galloway-Smith. So Naomi and I met actually a month ago on like a radio show and I thought that her experience as a fashion model and especially at the very beginning of her career would be very um, interesting. So I hope you enjoy. But before we get into any of that, how are you Naomi? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm good, thanks. Thank you so much for being on the show. No problem. So can you tell me a bit about yourself and what you're up to at the moment? Um, so basically, um, I study and I also work a part-time job. So I study game development in London Met. Oh, cool. I'm in my first year there and I also work part-time at the Arts Club. Then also I do modeling, but I'm starting to get more into modeling um as of now mm-hmm. it's um a very hard industry to get into <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm sure so did you always want to be a model growing up in like uh work in fashion or was that something that you yeah. had later on mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be a model like my mum um I look very much like my mum okay. and she was um she was going to be a model okay but she didn't because she had three children I see and then so then she made me and then I'm a car copy and then ever since I was little people are like she's gonna be a model she's gonna do do that and Mm. then I think it was more drilled into my head that I Mm. should be one and then I remember watching runways on like the tv when we Mm. had like what five channels yeah (laughs) and I I loved it I loved um older fashion and the makeup and the craziness I loved it so you've mentioned uh, that you're studying at the moment, but so could you tell me about like your studies and why you chose to get into this field? Um, so like um, I do, I do obviously game development on the side, which is in university. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently with the modeling side, I've been doing some shoots with uh, Rona. Oh, wow. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, we did a little shoot in Soho and it was so much fun and yeah. the um pictures we got back were so cool so i've been doing like those kind of things on the side trying to get my foot in the water I to see. kind of build something um obviously i have john talamini by mm. my side my mentor helped me through everything so it's it's like it's a slow process but i'm hoping we can get it going in the next uh year mm-hmm. and then also uh doing university at the same time doing two different passions is very hard yeah I can imagine but so did you choose to like study at university because you thought I need like something stable or was it something that you always thought like I will do both with like modeling um do both I think Mm -hmm. but like also the issue with university is it takes up so much time yeah yeah of course and like I always get asked if I had to choose between the two which one would I choose and I was like oh well it you know being successful in modeling is more certain than game development because yeah. game development is very hard to get picked in yeah I guess that's true that like either field are quite hard to get into 
I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so game development, uh, would you want to like be creating games or is that kind of like the, um, what's it called? Like with this degree, is that the, the outcome? Yeah, like uh, character design, so drawing. Oh, okay. I really like drawing um, weaponry, so like... Oh, cool, okay. Swords, but from like a different kind of universe, like for instance, like, you know how Final Fantasy is, mm, it's got yeah. weird back swords, things like that I really enjoy. Mm. So I'd be more in the fantasy aspect, I but see. I can do like the like drawings such as uh, Tomb Raider, things mm. like that. And do you code as well? Like, do you have to know how to code to do this? I'm learning. Oh, I am yeah. learning. But I think it's such a cool skill to have. Like, my brother is learning how to code. And uh, to me, it's like a complete different language. But I think it's so cool. Yeah, you look at it and you think, oh, because you're like, <laughs> there's so much going it's just on. Like, like lines and lines of like numbers and things like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so confusing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, but I think it's really cool that you still like because what you're studying is also something very creative I feel like so do you think there is like a link between what you're studying and modeling like do you find that this I don't know like maybe the creative aspect inspires your modeling or something yeah probably yeah because like um I got to, a, lot, a lot to do with um game development and drawing for like make well right, right now it's mm -hmm. make games I haven't started on a game or anything but yeah I kind of like I almost model the characters so it, it comes in a lot and um I put myself in the characters a lot because I know myself and my how my physique is mm -hmm. so uh unfortunately at my university we don't have the uh I don't think funding to do um live drawing you know when somebody's naked mm yeah yeah <laughs> we don't have that privilege so i i know myself so yeah, of course. i so put myself in. yeah yeah definitely mm -hmm. but i think that's really cool because even i was thinking of um can't remember the brand but like they did a campaign with bella hadid maybe it was mugle or something mm -hmm. where they turned her into like a video game or like an avatar And they took like pictures, I think it was maybe in like a Vogue video that they did that. Like they took pictures of like her entire like body and like all of the angles. And then they created this like digital avatar. Which yeah. Which is really cool. And maybe that's something you could do, I guess. That'd be so cool. Like, awesome. Yeah. Recreate yourself in like, in, like a video game. Yeah, <laughs> like really a cool. badass character. Could you tell me maybe about when you started modeling? Like, was there something that you did maybe as a child or did you have like modeling experiences before or is that something recent? Um, when, like, well, kind of, no. I mean, as a kid, we used to go on holiday. Sorry, my cat. I used to go on holiday and <laughs> uh, we used to get pictures done. Like, they yeah, uh, a man with a camera and he'd take uh, yeah, yeah. family and that kind of thing um, mm -hmm. but this time I, I wasn't having my nipple constantly come out as a child yeah. so <laughs> as an adult I have control over that yeah <laughs> which is good. like yeah thank you thank you boob tape you know <laughs> and basically um professionally modeling has been a very recent thing in the last few mm -hmm. years I did do some freelance <laughs> uh, modeling when I was 19 Okay. 20, I want to say mm -hmm. 20 
and I had short bleach blonde hair and blue hair and oh really wow it, it looked cool because it was kind yeah. of like a ghostly graveyard you know we did mm, ask them, we don't find one just take pictures <laughs> we, we found a Victorian graveyard asked for permission they granted it and so we did that and but that was in Scotland in minus five degree weather in the snow so. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah so I guess that was like your first experience but it already maybe prepared you from like some crazy modeling shoots like with yeah crazy weather and stuff freezing. oh I was my like, god oh, yeah I can imagine <laughs> it was horrendous and then from there I did other little ones uh we did a, did a Vogue inspired one um where I wore a big blue dress and I had blue hair at the mm. time so it kind of looked contrast looked really good and then I didn't do anything for quite a while and then mm. I moved to London I went to the Condé Nast uh, yeah. um, thing where it was at the end of London Fashion Week oh yeah yeah and that's where I met John and I okay. got some pictures taken of me and then recently the photo shoot with Rona and so that's mm. been my timeline but Covid obviously got in the way And how do you go about uh, like building your portfolio if, if maybe you haven't had that many experiences? Like, do you also organize shoots yourself with like friends to like help you create it? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to do it from home because I try mm. to when when you obviously apply for agencies, you have to yeah. do a photo shoot of you, just you kind of like in a swimming costume yeah, to have a look at you. And doing that at home was it was very tricky because iPhone cameras are good when they want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Not when you want to be, when they yeah. want to be. And I guess you can't put like many filters because the point is for it to be like natural and Exactly. Yeah. Oh mm. And then suddenly on that day your eye it looks lazy or oh my God. <laughs> your hair decides to go, ow. So <laughs> it's very much a flip of a coin. Yeah. And I I do try my best um whenever anyone's got a camera I can mm. like go up to them and be like hey da, 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 da. you know obviously I would wouldn't do it as like um like do it for free kind of thing yeah okay I like I wouldn't take their services for free I'd be like hey mm. I can give you a little something and you can do this I for see. me so um yeah I, I, it's hard especially when my friends try and do it because they're like what should we say and I'm like oh I see something and it's just yeah. it's, so and a lot of photographers still haven't come out of the woodworks yet mm, I see still very much in hiding so I feel like today there are obviously many types of like modeling such as like fashion commercial or runway models so can you tell me what kind of modeling you're you want to do or like you're doing now um so right now I'm doing almost editorial stuff okay yeah so uh which I love Mm. I love it. I, I would love to be on an issue of Vogue as well or something, yeah. you know, for Gucci, because Gucci has a way of doing their um, photo shoots, which is just mm. kind of makes you feel nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. It's, yeah, like, it's captured in film as well. Uh-huh. And even the fashion, like their looks are very, um, I wouldn't say vintage or not vintage, but like yeah like kind of vintage inspired I guess yeah mm. yeah it's so. very it's very quirky I love it and also I'm aiming to be on some runways mm. um because I'm a tall bean mm. okay. yeah 
but obviously being on a runway you have to be required weight sometimes uh, not yes. the time but uh-huh. times. so I've been going to the gym for two hours each day three days a week oh, so wow. that's like two hours a week wow <laughs> I can't yeah. even go once like <laughs> if I go <laughs> once a week I'm like wow like I'm calling my yeah. mom like oh my god I went to the gym <laughs> yeah exactly that's what oh I was gosh. like at the beginning. I was like oh my god the serotonin yeah. yeah and then afterwards I was like oh I'm in pain oh. But I guess it, it takes, uh, probably like modeling is one of those jobs where it takes a lot of, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, maintenance. Yeah, exactly. And maintenance, but also like motivation, because obviously I'm guessing you have so much to do in terms of like, obviously keeping your, your weight and even like, uh, I don't know if you have like a special diet at the moment or something. Like, I think it takes a lot of, uh, yeah, motivation and, um yeah like um going it, it's hard it's really hard going to the gym when you're a very well, I do night shifts so I yeah, work that's true also. four that's o'clock true. in the morning and then I have a day of rest and then I'm back at uni and I'm back yeah. at the gym through the week and obviously with the diet as long you know you can eat anything really as long mm. as it, it, it is below your you know calorie count luckily I'm not like um there's not a lot of body dysmorphia there that makes mm. me feel like I shouldn't eat kind of thing because I know I'm doing enough exercise for me to think oh, I can have this one thing yeah. and it's one-off kind of thing mm-hmm. but in a span of like three weeks I went I've lost like I went down from 59 to 57 wow yeah and actually one of my questions is kind of about that like how do you go about not getting I guess too much body dysmorphia because I guess especially at the beginning you must be going to like castings or trying to get jobs and you see girls who might be like thinner than you and have like a different body type and how do you make it so that it doesn't get into your head so much? Um, I think you've just got to uh, realize that everyone's different Mm, you know everybody's got different body types Um, I've always been told I have childbearing hips which one an interesting yeah, yeah I was like oh good, okay good. okay cool. <laughs> so uh, I maybe I, I won't be able to do anything but I can have kids yeah yeah great prospects for the 21st century, century. <laughs> yeah exactly so I was like okay that's cool. fine I don't think that's a problem and so like I think you always like for myself I do have those days where I'm like looking mm-hmm. at myself comparing myself and I'm like why do that you yeah. know just, just kind of it's not as easy as that obviously I, I struggled with body dysmorphia as a as a teenager so oh, much okay. hmm. so I tend to it's it sounds so stupid but there's like a little ritual that I do whenever I okay. look at myself I think oh uh it's mm. like basically just talking to yourself in the mirror being like yeah. you look good look how beautiful you look good oh my you know gosh. Yeah, like I do that sometimes when like I get ready to like go out and I really I'm like feeling myself you know I like my outfit and like my makeup and my hair like I'm like wow I look good and sometimes it feels good like it feels good to say it because yeah especially I think it happens to everyone for sure like when you have those days or weeks when you look at yourself and you're like oh who is this like it's yeah but definitely because like you see yourself differently than other people see you yeah that's so true so like 
body dysmorphia is a horrendous condition that everybody suffers from, especially bodybuilders and people mm. like that and models. But it is hard to get yourself out of that um, pit where you're like, you, yeah. you hate yourself. And do you, because I feel like the industry, at least in the past years, it seems like they're trying to be, or at least they're saying they're trying to be more diverse, especially in terms of like the body types that they feature. Is that something that you've observed or do you, do you think it's still um, like it's it's more of like a marketing ploy or something that they say, but in reality, the industry isn't changing so much. Like, how do you see it? um that's that's like that's a good question because some there's some in some people in industry who are changing things but uh, there was a forgot who signed uh, this young lady but she has down syndrome i see yeah and, okay yeah she, she was, was the called... the girl who did the gucci campaign yeah i think yeah yeah i see i can't remember her name but yeah mm-hmm. that's true yeah i guess that's a good like proof of diversity yeah 100% um and there's been a lot of uh, models with um you know missing limbs who mm. are doing runways there's a mm. lot more um people of color in the fashion mm-hmm. industry whilst back 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 like in yeah. the 90s early 2000s there wasn't much diversity that's you true. know but it now was so long ago actually it was maybe like two decades ago not even exactly so. yeah it, mm. it, it was it's still very fresh but like I have seen how you know they they these companies these the industry is starting to um embrace culture uh, different mm. ethnicities different religions you know it's it's a slow burner because mm. it's very slowly getting better yeah but I do have faith that it is going to get better but I would like to see more of it I don't know if you've done like many castings so far but if you have can you tell me about like the whole casting process because I feel like that's something that if you're not in like modeling you don't really know how that works yeah it, it's it's like you, you turn up in yeah. a very plain outfit plain hair plain mm. face I went to one the last casting I did was last summer and I moved to London and things mm. got crazy um and I turned up in just skinny black jeans a vest top and you turn up with your portfolio and mm. maybe me had my portfolio on my phone I see okay and is that a deal breaker you think a hundred percent it's a deal oh. breaker because <laughs> I'm like oh it's here it's here and like that like okay no. Because they want like, like a whole book and everything. Yeah, yeah, they want oh, like a little so they can pull out the pictures and be like, yeah, yeah, you know. And I came up with my phone mm. with uh, year-old pictures. Bearing in mind, I had mid-length brown hair time. Oh yes. These pictures, I had short blonde hair. Mm, so they could see the difference and oh. Yeah, and then they were like, anyways, we'll we'll do a little something with you. And I tried on sunglasses, and it was like okay. a sunglasses thing. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, no, this has not gone well." Because I was nervous. I was, mm. I was already kind of like shook a little bit to my core because I was very new to London. Had no idea where I was. It was in Chelsea as well. Also, they weren't impressed with my little phone with my portfolio on. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's how you learn. But it's like. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that they still kind of hold on to this like print book thing. 
yeah i don't know you could bring maybe a night i guess maybe a phone is quite small but like an ipad and like it could work but so how do you like get yourself out there basically at the moment like how do you book jobs and stuff other than going to castings like do people i don't know reach out to you through instagram or is it like more like word of mouth kind of thing word of mouth actually mm. at the moment it's very word of mouth it's it's definitely uh who you knew who you know rather than what you know these mm. days i think it's like that for the whole fashion industry <laughs> yeah it's like that for everything <laughs> that's everything, crazy yeah. music acting uh, every- yeah and it, it is it's like okay it's okay if you know someone and luckily I do have someone that mm. I know which is uh my friend John okay so he he does he's more of a kind of nudges me in the right direction and says okay you should speak to this person you should speak to this person and that's how I'm getting the ball running because mm. I am not yet signed to an agency <laughs> yeah but that'll come later I mean probably it's about you building like your portfolio again and then you can say so there is an agency uh in mind for me which is img okay i was literally that was my next question if there was like an agency that you were um kind of like eyeing i guess yeah img that's yeah. one of the biggest ones right img i feel like. yes yes it is i've got um i got my foot a little bit in the door there okay you know it's slowly scraping my way through yeah clawing at the walls um, <laughs> knocking on the door every day like take me so, in. <laughs> bringing a hammer knocking down the door uh it then slowly like kind of figuring out how to get in there but it, it's very hard mm. you know but there's milk model management which is also a great yeah. management and I'd love to be a part of them. I want to be a part of all of them. Mm. So do you, is the next step for you to like apply or how do you even do that? Like, do you just go and say, I want to be a model and here's my portfolio to get an agency? Is that how it works? It's it's like, they always have um, like how to be a model on their little thingies. I want to be a model. I see, I see, okay. You obviously have to have something that sticks out. Mm. And whilst I, I do, I have like, my modeling pictures recently which really do stick out okay. i don't have any um kind of like plain me photos just yet so applying to them right now is not in my um cards because yeah, i need to wait able to send something that's very uh-huh. strong and then they can look at it and be like oh yeah, I, like mm, I see okay okay cool so are you gonna organize a shoot do you think or are you waiting to maybe like get an opportunity and then you can use those photos uh organize a shoot definitely um i've got some amazing creatives i can work with it's just um making sure it benefit benefits them too because Mm -hmm. it's it is all well and good being a model and being like i want to do this i want to do that but you've also got to think about different people who are working around you photographers how is it going to benefit them because they're using up their resources too Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so it's it's always best to think about the other person, not just yeah. yourself. I really like that because I think, especially as like young creatives, like that's how we do things. Like, you know, we met each other like one month ago and I was like, do you want to come in? And then you're coming in and maybe, I don't know if my podcast might help you, but it might, I don't know. And I then, love it. Yeah, do it. It's, like it's like an exchange of like, not creative maybe visibility, but yeah, creative, uh, yeah. creative things, which I, I think that's how it should be anyways. So that's how you make 
things basically i mean creation yeah. is about like collab being you know collaborative with other people and stuff definitely so one of the signature questions of the podcast is if there is a book a film or even uh, a personality that has inspired your career deci- decisions or in your case your modeling co- like career it's gonna sound really really weird but there's this comic series called snot girl okay okay and there's this girl called lottie but her nickname's snotty because she's allergic to everything but she's also a model okay ah and i see okay she's like cool. a big model and it's just such a weird wonderful comic it's by the creators of scott pilgrim versus the world oh i see okay i i love that comic it's like it does inspire me a little bit because i don't know i don't think there's a real definite reason why it inspires me yeah. but you don't really get comics like that tailored to women especially mm, I see what you mean. Yeah. The, the industry that's in it and it's very it's very daft I love it it's such a it's such a weird comparison but no yeah. but I like it I think it's cool because inspiration again like it comes from anything and yeah. I think that it's really cool because it kind of ties in also with um your your studies because it's like about drawing characters or like weapons in your case and maybe that also ties in with like comic like writing and drawing so yeah cool definitely okay. Um, And so the last question of the episode today is if you could give yourself your like younger self an advice to work in your career, what would it be? I'd I'd say to my younger self, you know, uh, don't take everything too seriously because as a a child, you go through a lot of things. Mm. And I feel like if if I could go back in time and speak to my younger self, I'd just say that you know everything you're going through there will be a light at the end of the tunnel Mm. you know you don't have to feel sad or you don't have to give up because when you're 22 things get a little bit more better you know yeah also as as a child you you don't have a fortune telling ball you know (laughs) so I think I give myself a hug (laughs) (laughs) yeah like it all sign like some something somewhere yeah okay okay well awesome i think it's a very good uh note to end the 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 episode today thank you so much for being on the show thank you thank you for listening to this episode of i work in fashion podcast with naomi galloway smith i hope you've enjoyed it all of the people and inspiration mentioned in this episode are linked in the description below you can subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts and spotify and you can also follow the instagram at mg.iworkinfashion that way you'll know when a new episode comes out and can also send me feedback questions or even recommendations for future guests see you next time